What's up, planner lovers? It's your girl, Sharice, and I'm back for this week's episode of the Plan on Purpose podcast. We are talking about all things goal-related today. This week, we're doing a pop topic just surrounding how I am reimagining my goals for 2020. I know you probably heard quite a bit about people laughing at goals and not happy with the way that they accomplish their goals. But I just did something not too long ago that helped me to realize exactly what I needed to be comfortable with how I'm accomplishing my goals for the rest of 2020. So I'm going to give you five tips on how you can reimagine your goals for 2020. I'm using these tips myself and I'm telling you it has helped me tremendously just in seeing what the rest of my year is going to look like even if these goals change again so let's get into it so talking about goals in 2020 has become quite laughable and I think it's that way obviously well no I know it's that way obviously because we have been hit with the pandemic and in some areas especially in the United States Just trying to leave your house to accomplish grocery shopping has become a bit of a feat. I actually, not too long ago, watched this movie, um, Escape from L.A. It's like this crazy movie from a long time ago. One thing about me is I love me a a good old movie, (laughs) especially if it got a little bit of action. And I just imagine that that's what it's like right now. Like, it's like that in some areas over here where I am. And I know it's like that, like a literal path from one place to the next. And it's so much crazy stuff going on, just walking down the street. So talking about goals can be pretty heavy just because there's so many things that's happening that is stopping people from actually accomplishing their goals. And you obviously don't want that. You don't want that at all. So... What happened for me was I actually had a really beautiful board that I had designed for all of my goals, a vision board. Of course, we're all planner lovers. We know how powerful a vision board can be to design. You visualize your goals. You get to see it. Everything is amazing. But I had to dismantle it. I'm moving my office around. I am getting some space together in here, and I just had nowhere to put it. And of course, I was not happy about that. Like I'd spent time on this. I actually had a great opportunity earlier this year to teach a class on goal setting. And you're telling me that I have to take this thing down. I love seeing my goals. So what I did was I dismantled my entire vision board and was sitting there with all of these things that I had on my vision board that I now had to like either find somewhere to put them. They had all this ephemera on it. There was magazine cutouts. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And I had to stop and I had to just reimagine what this might look like in another space. That brings me to actually what is the, the very first tip. Dismantle your list. I had to physically do it because I had a vision board that had a bunch of things on it. But I also had to to mentally and emotionally do that as well. I had to completely dismantle everything that it looked like. While I was doing this physically, I had to also let go of what the structure looked like. So to take something from a large poster board and smush it down into your planner can seem like a lot. I didn't even think I was going to put it in my planner at first. I actually did. And putting it in my planner helped me a ton because number one, I can see it. And so 
as I started to put things where they go, I had to look at another way of putting some things in my planner. I had to say, okay, I like the way this looks, but this isn't going to fit. This is too big. This is too small. I need to write this over here. And it didn't even come out as pretty as I thought it was going to. But I put it in there and I said to myself, hey, this actually isn't too bad. I actually really, really loved it. So this also brings me to my second tip is visualizing your goals beyond what you actually see. So one of the things that I actually was able to do while I was dismantling my my current list of goals is going beyond what was physically there. And again, we are in the middle of this crazy time, not even just with the pandemic, but just as black people trying to find our place in all of this, trying to you know, heal from what's going on, trying to deal with our day-to-day grief of just us. It's a lot to take in. So to try to go beyond what you actually can see can seem like a lot. What I did was, for example, there is a goal on my list that has to do with date night for my husband and I. Obviously, at the beginning of this year, I just knew we was going to be out on the town in these German strasses, you know, having date night twice a month because I was going to find an amazing babysitter and he or she was going to be great and educated and have a whole um, degree in early childhood development because, right, that happens, right? (laughs) Obviously, that did not happen, not even just because of COVID, but also because that just doesn't always happen, especially where I am. So when I say imagine your list outside of what you can see, I had to say, okay, what does date night look like for me now? Obviously, people are coming up with amazing things to do because they're indoors. My husband and I don't always agree on everything we want to do. I'm a huge movie watcher. He watches TV shows. He plays video games. I prefer to read. I mean, unless I'm playing The Sims, which he doesn't consider a real video game. But honestly, I had to reimagine now, what does that look like? I had to see beyond what's on this paper. What's on this paper says two date nights a month. And that's, that was just a start. It was a minimum of two date nights a month. But what now I see is, okay, one date night is us laying on the floor eating, you know, homemade, you know, ice cream Sundays and watching a movie. But maybe it's another night watching a TV show. Some of you may have already been doing this because of COVID, but I had to re- relook at that. And there may be something on your list of goals that you have to look beyond what it actually says and Figure out what it means to you. That's what I had to do. I know it it sounds a lot easier than it is to sit there and look at a list of all of the things that you know you wanted to accomplish and then say, okay, but I think I'm going to just see them differently. Some of you may have goals that may not be attainable at this point because of the way that things have changed. But that is the reason why you do SMART goals. If you don't know what SMART goals are, you know, definitely look them up. There's hundreds of people that have talked about it, books on it, all of those things. But when you reimagine your goals and when you visualize your goals beyond what you can see there, that doesn't mean that you don't turn them into SMART goals. You may have a goal that involves your financial situation and your financial situation has changed. 
you may have a goal that you were going to do something for yourself. And now you've become a homeschool parent. And so you don't have as much time as you thought you would. What, what does that goal look like for you? How does it change? Obviously, things, like I said, change for me. And I had to go beyond, you know, what we might be able to do as a family and say, yeah, we can't vacation everywhere that we wanted to go this year. And yeah, we we can't necessarily do an outside date night at this moment because it may not be safe for us to take our child to someone someone's house that's been everywhere. I have to visualize beyond that thing on that piece of paper and say, how can I maneuver this? The third tip I want to give you came from, again, just moving these things around and seeing them differently. I actually had the opportunity because I am now looking at them again. I am now changing some of the things that I wanted to do. I had the opportunity to give myself, to praise myself a little bit. It's not something that we always do. When you toot your own horn, especially for um, people who are not fond of failure like myself, <laughs> it, it can seem like a lot. But I actually had to give myself a little bit of props. You know, I had to give myself props. I actually started my podcast. And that was something that I wrote down earlier this year that I wanted to do. And while I'm still inching towards the goal of how many episodes and some other things I wanted to get accomplished with that, I may not have accomplished anything else on this list. And even if it just was half of the one thing. I gave myself a little bit of praise and say, you know what? You're doing something that you wanted to do. It may not be everything, but at least it's something. Give praise, but also give grace. Give yourself grace. I'm a believer. I've talked about this many times. I Bible journal. I've shared some of that on my channel. I am terrible at giving myself grace. God gives it to us all the time. Otherwise, we'd be somewhere else. But I don't give it to myself. I give it to other people. I'm constantly giving grace to my child, to my husband, to my friends, but never to myself. When I looked back at my goals, I said, yes, you accomplished this, but I immediately went down this hole of all the things I didn't do. Oh, I didn't lose this much weight. Oh, I haven't been able to teach Elijah these things, my son. But you know what? I deserve a little bit of grace from, I need to give it to myself. I deserve that because I have accomplished some things. And even if you're looking at your list right now and you're saying, girl, I don't have nothing on here I can do. Give yourself grace. And the last part of that is rest. When I looked back at my goals, I realized I had no room in there for rest. I said, I want to have a date night, two nights a month. I said that I want to teach my son this many words a day, this many words a week, this many colors a week. I said, I want to write a book. I said I wanted to start a podcast. I wanted to read a book a month. I wanted to study my Bible more and pray every day. I wanted to lose this much weight. Where in there did I say, you want to go to sleep, girl? (laughs) You want to get some rest, girl? Nowhere. And so all wrapped up in tip three, I looked at all that stuff sitting on the table as I began to maneuver it to go into my planner and pull things out and put things in and rearrange things and cut things up. I realized there's no space in here for rest. I had to give myself a little bit of praise for what I accomplished. I had to give myself grace for the things that I had not yet accomplished. And I had to realize that there is no space in here for you to rest. And you need to put that in there as well. The fourth tip I have for you in reimagining your goals for 2020 is to 
simply recreate your vision. So I know that sounds pretty cliche for what I'm doing, right? I took a vision board, I dismantled it, I had to tear it up and cut it up and put it into my planner, but it really allowed me to recreate what that looked like. Once I had an opportunity to see, okay, this might not look like this anymore. Maybe I want to do this and I have to look at it a different way. I was able to completely recreate what it looked like for me. Maybe I only do one thing instead of two. Maybe I don't do this at all. Maybe I need to do more of something else. I had to simply look at everything that I had before and take my vision and say, this is what you want to do with it. And this is how you want to do it. And it's okay if that changes. And recreating it was fun. Like I had a really good time sitting here and going over all of the things that I really wanted to do. I waited a while to actually do that because me taking my vision board off of the wall, taking all of the things off of it and moving things around was like a physical representation of me not accomplishing anything. (laughs) It was like, You think in your head, oh, I'll need to redo this or I need to look at this or I need to do it differently. And then you actually start pulling it down and it's like you're physically ripping up all of your goals. But recreating it gave me the ability to see my goals in a new light, to see the things that I wanted to do in a new light. Okay, I want to put this paper here, use this wash here, use the things that I have to recreate that vision that may not have been as clear at the beginning of the year. This time that we're in has caused us to really, really change a lot in how we think about the things that are important to us. And one of the things I like to think about this time is that it's definitely given to us for a reason. If it means you have had to recreate what you thought was success, recreate what you thought was rest, recreate what you thought was okay for you and is no longer okay for you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. For me, doing something with my vision board and looking at my goals in a different way helped me to evaluate all of that. You take a lot of things and deal with a lot of things when you don't have time to look at them. And when you sit down and you create time to look at them, you might see some stuff that, hey, you know what, this not this is really not okay. It's not okay for me to treat myself this way, to treat my body this way, to not eat these things or to eat these things or to have three cups of coffee a day and never drink any water. I'm talking to myself because that's me. When you look at these things and you're actually forced to see them in a way that's right in your face, whether it's a list for you, whether it's on your phone, whether it's, you know, a check box that you put in your planner every month that doesn't get checked. When you recreate that, it allows you space to see it differently. The last tip I'm going to say has a lot to do with what you see. Put your list somewhere where you can see it. My list being on the wall actually got very lost in my office because what's also on my wall is a monthly planner for my family. I bypass that list every day trying to make sure that we take the trash out on the right days, that we take the plastic out on the right days, that I remember to set up appointments for my son, that I remember what days my husband might get off if we ever had the chance to go anywhere. And I quickly stopped paying attention to it because, yeah, I know what I need to do every day. Yeah, I got a goals book. Some of you out there are using goal planners, so you have the ability to see all of that every day. Some of you have mixed in your goals in your planner. All of these things are great. If you're choosing to do something like take a vision board and put it put it somewhere, make it 
the screen on your computer. Take a picture of your vision board when you finish with it that's in your planner. Make it your background on your computer. Make it a couple pages of your background on your phone. Put it as your lock screen. Put it on your other devices, your iPad. Or take a small picture of it and stick it on the refrigerator. So that when you're going in the refrigerator to get that second glass of wine for the evening and you said you was only going to have one before bed, then you see that sign of your goals and you're like, maybe my goals this year is not to be drinking three glasses of wine before bed. I don't know about you or what's on your list, but wherever you need to see it, take your vision board and put it on your mirror in your bathroom, in your bedroom, take your vision board and stick it, you know, in a place that you look at all the time. For me, mine's is my planner. I look at my planner every day, but maybe you don't. Maybe you're not looking at your planner because your planner is annoying you and making you look at all the things that you can't do or all the plans that you can't make. That's okay. Take it and put it somewhere else that you can see it because allowing yourself to see the things that you either have accomplished or are trying to accomplish is motivation. At least it was for me. Having the opportunity to see my goals reimagined, repurposed, and completely recreated really has motivated me to keep going and to do the things that I want to do. It's also motivated me to take better care of myself, to take better care of my space, to give myself rest and time and grace, and to just be happy in the place that I'm in as much as I can be. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those people that believes that, you know, you should just wake up happy all the time. I mean, I, I wish that every day I could just wake up happy and joyful. And, you know, there are days when I definitely pray about that when I wake up. You know, today, God, I choose joy. Today, I choose joy. But I'm also human. And some days are harder than others. Having a place where I can just say, today, you did this. And this counts towards something that you're trying to do for yourself, for your family, for your business. That's motivation. And again, even if looking at the busyness is nothing else but helping you to motivate yourself to rest, that works too. So to recap everything, your five tips are to dismantle your list, visualize beyond what you can physically see, give yourself praise, give yourself grace, allow yourself to rest, recreate your vision, your goals, and put them somewhere where you can see them. Doing all of these things has really helped me. And I'm hoping that one or all of these things will help you to reimagine how you see 2020. Even if it's nothing else, but just saying, this is what it is. And I got to make it into whatever I got to make it into. Hopefully this will give you the ability to reimagine it and get some joy from it. But even if it takes you a while to get there, that's okay too. Take your time, do what you can. And remember, you only have one day at a time. When that day is over, that day is over. And you get the opportunity to wake up the next day and do something else, do something different. Or for some of us, do absolutely nothing. All of those things are fine. Take it one day at a time and do what you need to do for yourself. Can't pour from an empty cup. Super cliche, but I'm telling you, I try to pour all the time and your girl be messed up. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much for listening to me today and for taking some time out of your schedule. 
and just hanging out with me. I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed discussing this and I'm hoping that I can do some more of these as I find some things that work for me and hopefully can share them with you. If you like what you heard today, make sure you hop on over to Instagram at Plan On Purpose and let me know. Also, I am so happy that you are all happy and excited about the things that are happening with this podcast. It warms my heart. It really does. I get all of your reviews as you send them to me. Tell me how they're amazing. But if you have some time, hop on over to your favorite platform, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts and leave me a review there. I'm going to be reading some of your reviews and letting some other people know how you feel. So if you want an opportunity for me to read your review on one of my podcasts, just make sure you leave it there. Or you can just send me a message. You can do that too. Thanks a lot for sitting here with me this week. And if you have any topics that you want to hear or even someone you want me to interview, hop on over to Instagram and let me know. Remember, I'm here to talk if you're here to listen.